This book has bad words. Hey, hard yarners. Del, do you want to take over? Because I'm getting paranoid about how I speak. <laughs> no, you're good. So, guys, we, we got Lucky Reed here. Um, we spoke about... What did we speak about? We had... Oh, what did we speak about, Lucky? Uh, me. A little bit <laughs> yeah. more of me. <laughs> Footy. And a bit of me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you know what? Actually, this is why I should always take over. We should thank our sponsors. Oh, uh, yeah. The Comedy Lounge. The Comedy Lounge is one of Australia's biggest and best stand-up comedy venues, uh, hosting some of the best international, interstate, and local talent. At yep. the moment, only local. But uh, Yeah, but it's still the best. And if you want to see any Sher impersonations, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lucky Reed will be performing. Or Elvis, uh, Elvis impersonations. Elvis, yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, Blues Brothers. We, yeah. we go into Lucky's past. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We talk NBL. Western Front. Western Front. Uh, uh, switching AF, modes. AFL finals, MCing, the whole lot, the whole journey. Breaking news and how Lucky Reed dogged the whole Eagles. Is this your first <laughs> ever po- <laughs> Is this With the first three, podcast you've been a best three of? Three West Coast players. This is Adelaide. the best I've been. On, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, absolutely. In the last 24 hours, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's a great episode, so enjoy the show. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news, the fake news, the enemy of the people that I call the fake news, the enemy of the people, the fake news. All right. What does this song mean to you, Lucky? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Have have we been stitched up by Jenna, do you think? Ace of Bass, I saw the sign. I saw the sign, the W. Oh, yes. No, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Yeah, that brings back. Good memories. Good yeah. memories. Uh, how's things? Thank you so much for coming on. I don't want to intro the way I normally... Delby pointed out the other day, especially last episode, I always say, how are we guys? How are we guys? But I'm going to say it. How are we guys? Yeah. Uh, I'm going really well. Yeah. Uh, woke up this morning a little bit of a concern and woke up with a... Um a bit of redness in the eye. A bit of uh, conjunctivitis, the, uh, maybe? Well, or? hopefully not, but uh, being a reader, it's not a great look. If no. I'm like, all the way through <laughs> the bulletin. So, uh, yeah, got, got a few drops, and I well, think I'm looking okay, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, looks great. Right. You look yeah, glorious. Yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. looking into my eyes, Dale. <laughs> what does a day like – what does a day for you consist of? Like, yeah. Um, I just – we see you on the news and a few little – Things like that, but there, there must be a build-up. Yeah, when I was looking day. for dirt on you, Jenna messaged me at three thirty-three a.m. Oh, so I'm just thinking, what's he I wasn't doing? out with He's him. Still looking, <laughs> <laughs> still looking for signs somewhere. Uh, uh, no, look, I've got three kids. Yeah. Uh, two of them are older now, doing university, so you know they're in and out of the house. But the little one, who's fifteen, I say little. He's not yeah. really that little anymore. Nah. I pretty much take him to school most of the mornings. Yeah. Uh, a bit of a drive down the highway, which is near work as well. So we get on the road he does pipe band right so uh, bagpipes he plays the bagpipes yeah which I thought was a fantastic idea until I heard <laughs> so trying to sleep. that I had to get him to school at 7.30 in the morning which oh. means leaving a court to 7 and then though like really and truly I don't start work until probably 9 yeah so I've got to sort of sit around and uh, you know amuse myself for an hour have and a coffee. half have a coffee speaking of which I used to make your coffee at Dome Kingsley there when I was go. like How 17 good. or 18, yeah. Oh, what do I have? Fuck knows. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember a few times coming in, I was like, all right, there you go. So, so uh, yeah, take him to school and then obviously, yeah, look, it's it varies start times. I mean, should be in at 9, yeah. sometimes 9.30 if you've got a school function, uh, you can go and do that. Goss and was always really good at that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got something on, mate, just – 
you know, go and do it. But if you miss a story, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're always conscious. You're always on Twitter. You're on your email and making sure do, that everything um, goes on. Do you do on. kiss and ride for 15 or he doesn't, <laughs> want, to be, doesn't want to be seen with you? I do uh, drive up, hit the brakes, yep. get out. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a high school teacher during the day. So it's it's interesting to see the, the relationships that teenagers have with their parents. Are either cool or they don't want to be anywhere near them. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> there's a lot of chat. Yeah. Uh, he's quite a humorous little fella. But other times when... And it is around uh, quarter to seven. He's not keen to be going to school at that stage. <laughs> no, so never. And he's not a few, not a lot of words. Is it? Is he the one that's crossed to the dark side? Left West Perth, well, not left West Perth, but he's in no, the, the older Subiaco. ones. The older ones. Well, they're both Subiaco because that's their region. Oh, it's mm. upsetting. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah. So the older one, he plays at Subi, and the youngster, he's that's uh, Ben. Yeah, that's Ben. Ben Reid. Ben Reid just retired from the <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. Just, Actually, have you seen the video? There's nah. a guy on Instagram no. who's done this emotional video about Ben. Oh, Ben's retired, and he never really mentions Collingwood. So yeah. I've recorded it, sent it over to, him, and I said, I'm saving this for the day that you retire <laughs> someone does care about your team oh, that's no awesome <laughs> um, yeah I, I had that happen to me i was in um i went to school with branch at one so yep. my, when i was 13's development was west perth and they found out i lived in lansdale so the catchman i just had to go yep. to the mm. dark side and go play at subi which was awesome for development squads because we dominated everything as, <laughs> as soon as we went to colts we got flogged by 100 points <laughs> yeah. Week, so was horrendous. yeah i don't think west perth's uh their cult systems very never strong. been good. They have been actually the last couple of years been really strong, but yeah, the last probably yeah, been the last. good the last couple of years actually. Yeah, they won, they won a premiership a couple of years ago. They're in the and he's been playing league. Final. Did I see? Yeah, so he had five games this year. Oh. Five oh. games of league. Uh, and there was only five years. games in the season. Yeah. So that's hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Beautifully. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no. Nah, look, he loves it. 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 I think as a parent, the most important thing is. Uh, I love to see him training hard. He loves yeah. going to the gym, mm. you know, and, and I just love that commitment to, you know, four or five days a week of doing something, whether it's footy, basketball or, you know, university. Yeah. It's just nice to see him. Is commit. he at uni as well as playing? Yeah, league? so he yeah. does uni, he works and he, he plays yeah. footy as well. Because to so play waffles good. a lot of commitment. Oh, um, massive. So even the boys when I was there, unless they were the top, like a Blake Broadhurst, it was – the boys were just going on the tools all day yep. in the gym, doing what like four, and then they're expected on a Saturday even, night get back to the club. Even the top recovery man, Sunday morning. Even the know? top, like you know, yeah. your best players in in the waffle. Even Aaron Black, he's a school teacher, like yeah. And it's not Massive. underrated like, how so they train. What Monday, Tuesdays? Yeah, well, I, when Thursdays. When I used to train, you'd you'd be doing Monday, Tuesdays. You'd have a, a separate weight session you have to do on the Wednesdays. You'd yep. train Thursdays. You'd have Friday off. You'd play sun Saturday. And, and you've got to be there re- most of the day as yeah. well, don't you? Yeah. Whether you're a league oh. or reserves bike, you've got to stick around. And that's around. your whole day. And then Sunday morning, you do recovery at 7 o'clock at Hillary. I don't understand why they want teenage blokes or early 20s <laughs> after a game to be doing recovery at 7 in the morning. Yeah. That's, ex- that's exactly <laughs> why they I'm, do I want to know, that's and exactly you would know, yeah. how many blokes turn up in their jeans and T-shirt from oh, the night I remember picking up uh, even the best of us. Yes. Who, um, yeah, uh, Jason Selisich, who's going to get <laughs> no, called not out. Seller. Seller <laughs> no. on, the, on, the, on the West Coast Highway with his jeans, no, his T-shirt hung over his shirt. <laughs> He'd have the top off. Take me to the... <laughs> um, oh, I've been out with some of the boys, I won't name names, but two or three or four and then five, they've got recovery in an hour mm. straight from... Mate, it's, it's pretty common. Yeah. The coach just really wants to. Bill was pretty. He understood. We're young man. We go out. We party after after a game yeah. of football. Sometimes. So as long as it wasn't a consistent thing, you're rocking up. You know, in yeah. a state, 
Yeah. Um, Is that why you never got too many left days? <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. I was the uh, leader of the pack. Yeah. No, um, uh, but does it does it? Te- uh, we won't stick on waffle too long. Yeah, but does no. it tear you apart a little bit? You know, your, your allegiance to West Perth and probably initially it did. It was like you know you feel like you're cheating on West Perth because <laughs> yeah. you're going to a game uh, and you're watching your son play against yeah. West Perth and you're thinking, yeah. should I be barracking for West yeah. Perth because that's what I've done for the last so many years? But yeah. then there's my boy, you know. Yep. Playing against them, so look now I don't think about it. I just go to the game, yeah. and I think more when you got a son playing, you just watch your son. Mm. Yeah, you know, you watch how he's going and how he's playing and everything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, nah, look, I cheer on both of the teams. It was great to see West Perth make finals. Yeah, disappointing for Subi, but uh, hopefully both can have does, some success. Does your son year. respect your opinion because you're? You know, fairly knowledgeable about the sporting yeah. scene, or does he just go, Dad? I listen to my coaches. <laughs> Look, I think he um, he sits there going, "Yeah, Dad, yeah, yeah,", yeah, yeah. and then he walks away going, "You <laughs> old fart! What would you know about footy? You never played in the game yeah. at all." Didn't yeah. Goss Goss was um, he was the coach of the Colts yeah. for a while there, the Subi Colts. So he was an assistant uh, to Scotty Waters, and then Scotty really? I think moved up to the league team, yep. and Goss took over, and uh, I yeah. think Goss. Claims to have taken Subi to the finals for the first time in so many years. Really? I feel yeah. like that was about two years after I left when Neil Taylor was coaching. I think it was around that time. Yeah, because Colts, yeah. they were notoriously not that great, and we then they just it. suddenly started playing no, some- I'm pretty sure yeah. in, his, in his year, it might have been in his year mm. that they played finals footy, so no, I would have retired straight up. Yeah, 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 he's done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just could- I remember, I feel like it was around when I was just- coming through the Colts or just after the Colts and I'd never seen Tim in person and I couldn't believe how fucking tall he was. Yeah. I feel like that about every news presenter. Like Basil Zemplis I saw was insanely tall. I think yeah. I saw Rick Arden around. Like Rick Arden was a, a ruckman for Claremont. Yeah, for he was Even, a good amateur footballer, yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, Rick Arden. Collegians Dennis maybe? Or yep. was it... Um, yeah, Dennis is very Massive. tall as well. It's, yeah. it's funny because everyone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone comes up to me and goes, oh, man, you're taller. Well, one, they say, gee, you're a bit fatter than that. <laughs> um, oh, the camera adds. The camera yeah, adds. That's, that's what I vote. Yeah. Yeah. And then they say, uh, gee, you're a bit taller than I thought. And I said, mm. yeah, well, I stand next to a bloke who's six foot eight. Yeah. You know, He's he, he makes me man. look small. Plus, I'm bald. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there's no hair to sort of uh, stretch me out anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I was going to say, I guess, to with your whole career, like we do, like to focus on how people got there. So, mm. I mean, where was your start? Was it journalism you're into, sport you're into? Where was the beginning? And um, it's super competitive. Like even watching Jenna's progression from when I played Colts with him at Subi to going, I think he started waffle boundary riding. And then, the Silver Fox, yeah. Now, <laughs> he's, now I see him on the news, and it's like I feel like there's so much competition. Mm. How do you get your How'd you get your break? And yeah, yeah. Look, I think I always wanted to, every kid that loves sport wants to be a commentator, don't they? Yeah. You listen yes. to all the greats yeah. of commentary. And I used to um, commentate cricket games. I'd roll the dice and all that sort of stuff. And footy games, I'd be out the backyard commentating myself, yep. kicking fifteen goals <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. Um, but you always thought. There's no way I'm going to be Dennis Cometti or, you know, those sort of guys back in the day, Drew Morfitt and yeah. Yeah. Sandy Roberts, Sandy you know, Roberts. those guys yeah. that we grew up with yeah. at that age. And I'm thinking, there's no way. And my dad, and I remind him every day, my dad used to say to me, mate, <laughs> stop turning to the back of the newspaper. Sport's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> and I've reminded him several times that uh, I'm going okay now. Yeah. But, yeah, so I sort of just 
did bits and pieces, and I actually ended up on Dunk Island, uh, which is a, an island just short of Cairns. Right. Yeah. And I worked there for about three or four, four years. Yeah, okay. And uh, I worked in the bar and I worked in the, the, um, the sport. You know, we ran tennis competitions and everything and ended up, going on stage and performing in their shows that they did. So yeah. I was the Blues Brother. I was one of the Blues. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. I was Elwood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I did uh, impersonations of uh, Sher. Uh, <laughs> I did Elvis. Like uh, a little bit of I wasn't very comedy. good, but yeah, I, I did all that. And I sort of got a bit of a feel for the performing side of things. And yeah. I went back home and thought I was going to be an actor. <laughs> and I uh, like joined up because yeah. I was a good-looking fella back then. Yeah, you can yeah, imagine yeah. with hair and nothing like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> me back then. <laughs> and so I joined this agency, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get into TV. Mm. I got three gigs. Oh yeah. Um, what were I they? Was, a- adverts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was oh, yeah. Mr. Plants Plus oh, for, um, <laughs> for a Tuka. I think yeah. a Tuka were running these commercials. Achuka, yeah, 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 I think so in Victoria because I was a Melbourne boy, and I got into a TV show called Halifax. Oh, yeah, Halifax Which is FP. on now, but this is back in back 1994 then. or something. That was a Halifax machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, in Halifax, I was the bloke that was in the party that was right up the back. <laughs> you could barely see me. And then yeah. I was in Janus, this other TV show, and I was the policeman that had to walk into the court. I was the youngest looking policeman ever. Yeah. I, I don't even know whether I was even at the right age to be a policeman. And I'd walk into the court, and that was it. Like, it was four seconds of fame. I thought, acting's not going to be my game. Yeah. And then uh, I came over here, actually. I got into a course called Broadcasting at uh, Whopper yep. and oh, yeah. got into a course there. So, cool. uh, And that was the start of it. And you sort of met different people. I met Goss and I, I met Baz and yep. uh, started to work at Channel 7 with Baz on the weekend. Was and that he, through Baz or was that just you got No, it was little... through one of the teachers, Joe yeah. McManus, who is like a legend for us yeah. in broadcasting. She's she, on 6PR now, hey? Yeah, yeah. So she was like a teacher and still is a teacher there. And I think if you speak to everyone that went through Whopper, and the broadcasting side of things yeah. that also Joe got me a job and it was the same for me she got a job I got a job at Channel 7 on the weekends working with Baz and then I sort of started doing 6PR and things like that mm. and met Goss and mm. Goss and I got on really well so he said oh why don't you come over to 10 yeah. and so from there you know got in yeah. so yeah look I mean it <clears throat> As I explained it, it sounds easy, but there was a lot of work experience yeah. and hanging around people and yeah. doing stuff like that. And is that. it expected you put in like unpaid work, obviously? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah that's um, pretty- I went up to Broome last year to film for Clam Up Footy Club and they were doing some interviews with ABC up there and there were people who were just stationed up there for two or three years just to get there. Yeah. Wow. I was lucky. Done. I avoided the country, but I don't I don't say that with disrespect to the country because yeah. I actually think if you do journalism, whether it's radio, TV or whatever, I think it's great grounding if you went down to Bunbury or went yeah. up north to yeah. Broome and Caratha and all those sort of things because yeah, I think they throw you into the, the fire a little bit more and you have to do two or three stories a yeah. day and it's stuff like that. But I was sort of lucky that I sort of just went straight into seven yep. and then – Folded over onto 10 and yeah. been there ever since. So it's funny how the arts, I mean, journalism's not really the arts, but there's kind of an aspect to it where it's it's almost not depreciated, but it's really hard to put a value on it because you guys are busting your ass doing research for a story. I don't know how many hours it takes and you're doing that for free. Whereas if you're trying to be an actor, you're doing free performances. If you're trying to do stand-up comedy before you get paid, you got to do it all for free. So mm, I find yeah. it's a bit of a yeah. funny thing and a lot of um, similarities. I did it with the f- videography. Every yeah, job I did at the start free was for free. Start. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of similarities between what you've done and what I, I wanted to be an actor. I went to uni for at um, 
not WAPA, but uh, was doing drama teaching. And uh, when I went to Vancouver, I was in a few shows exactly like you. I was, yeah. I was a cop. The guy in the yeah. back. On, um, the guy on the back yeah, of the room. On Alcatraz with um, Sam Neill. So I was in the scene with Sam Neill and I was telling mum and I came back from Canada. I'm like, this is my scene. We put it on and I'm just a blurred pixel <laughs> at, the, yeah. at the top of the screen. So I, in my head, I'm just thinking, fuck, I did that? <laughs> so, well, it's funny because I mentioned the Janus situation in one of the TV shows and mentioned to my 15-year-old, yeah. I said, oh, you know, I was a bit of a TV star back <laughs> yeah. in the day. Yeah. And uh, he looked up on YouTube thinking, oh, we can get it. And uh, we spent about four hours trying to find my scene. Yeah. <laughs> And and he actually looked at me going, you're bullshitting me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are yeah. full of it. You oh, actually yeah. weren't in, but I was. I yeah. was for yeah. three seconds. Three there we seconds. Go. So if any um, potential casting directors are looking for, <laughs> <laughs> for a police officer, you've got two to pick from. <laughs> That's it, yeah. So you two do have actually quite I'd a- I'd be the one eating the donuts, not yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was eating the donuts. So yeah, Delby just recently had a transformation of his- Yeah, uh, I'm a woman now, so- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, no, I lost you- a good 14 kilos um, oh, nice. over the last – yeah, but oh, it's just my back's been cactus for years since since footy. But, uh, yeah, F45 and healthy eating. Yeah. But I love F45 donuts. So if you want- whatever, do it. F45 if you want to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you guys have actually uh, – I just sort of realised this prior to the podcast. You both have a very similar field. Uh, you're both MCs, you and Delby. Yep. Um, you both have- – Run a quiz that's a th- sort of a themed quiz. So he d- d- is beginning this trivia AFL, trivia AFL, trivia AFL. Um, where yeah. it's all AFL based. You do yep. the rock versus yeah, rock versus sport, sport. Yep. Um, which is really cool with Chris Murphy. Yep. And um, I, I've seen the I've seen the ad on that one, and um, yeah, it looks like people get involved a lot and yeah. sort of finish off songs and obviously answer sport trivia. Um, and yeah, and obviously have that similar sort of. Bringing up, so yeah. you guys are rivals now. So yeah, <laughs> you guys. Well, well it's that performing take, take side, it down, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sort of gives you a bit of. I mean, it gives you a bit of a rush. Yeah, I mean, I I did purely that quiz night eventuated because I did a couple of quizzes on my own. Yeah. And I find quizzes boring, like, mm. and they're really hard to host, you know, for two, three hours on your own. Now I say that, but a lot of people love quizzes because yeah. they go and they they're happy to sit there, and there's not a lot of rah rah and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But yep. uh, one night I said, "Oh, Murph, can you just come along? You know, just play a few tunes in the middle of it, yeah. just to keep the vibe going." Yeah. And Murph being Murph, I don't know whether you've ever met Chris Murphy. He used to he, come into Kingsley Dome a lot as well. Yeah, he yeah. loves his coffee. You're his manager from- Yeah, yep. I'm his manager. And, I, and Murph just does not stop talking. So <laughs> inviting him into the quiz night eventuated in me being the co-host and him actually <laughs> taking over the whole show. Oh, yeah, 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 come yeah. on. So um, we thought- A bit oh, like this actually, podcast with Delby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it actually worked and it's, you know, we've been going six, seven, eight years just uh, doing these quizzes. Yeah, we don't right. really push it out there, but yeah. um, we could do one a week. Like that's how many, you know, inquiries we get and then yeah. it's just a matter of whether he can fit it in or- Yeah, how do you find in. it with your time? Because, um, you know, I'm, I've got like teaching during the day and I do about five or six gigs a night. So pretty hectic to the to the regular person that would look at my schedule and think that's crazy. But someone like you, what's your schedule like after mm. after work? Yeah. You do quizzes, MC and stuff, corporates? Look, I probably do. So I work Monday to Friday. I've been very lucky that I've sort of, you know, being a sports reporter, a lot of the stuff happens on the weekends. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sort of lucky, Goss, you know, said, you know, you can work Monday to Fridays and be the main footy man. So that mm-hmm. worked out really well. And then I commentate. 
on 94.5 yeah. uh, on weekends, which has been awesome. I did ABC back yeah. for about 10 years and did a lot of waffle footy and yeah. build up to AFL footy. So you get one day a week there, whether it's a Friday night, Saturday or a Sunday of calling yeah. footy. And then I probably host one function a week, whether yeah. it's a quiz night or an MC I love or MC. a Wildcats game or something. good about it. There's something really... I like being that centre of attention. I thought it was acting I wanted, but it was just the whole... <laughs> you just you know, wanted everyone to be me, me, me. Hosting. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun to do, especially because a lot of people are like, oh, I could never do that. And in my head, I'm like, this is kind of second nature. Like, yeah, it's really It's easy. become normal, yeah. And then when you put a, a price on it, if you quote someone and they go, oh, that's a bit much. You go, well, find someone else that can <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, and it's really hard to sort of value yourself. But once you do the job... If you, I find that, yeah, okay, I'm probably worth that price. Um, it's yeah. a tough gig. Like yeah. it is, you know, it, I think it, it certainly is a skill yeah. it, to stand up there in front of whether it's 20 people or 400 people. Yeah. 20 people is just as hard as doing oh, 400 or 1,000. Small is yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, now, I heard you speak about Goss quite a bit. So is he yep. more of a, a mentor and a mate to you? Yeah, um, look, probably like everyone sort of sees us as mates. We, we don't actually socialise. Yeah. He's never been to my place. I've known him for 20 years. He's wow. never come to my place. He would never come out this way because he's too posh. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't come to Lansdale and see all the Mogans out there. Yeah. Uh, he'd stay in his little castle down, you know, Shenton Park. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, way. Yeah, um, but yeah, mentor, absolutely. Absolutely. Like yeah. he, um, I mean, I, was, I said that I started on seven and that was absolutely fantastic. But Goss took a bit of a punt on me and said, look, you know, we need a footy journo. Mm-hmm. I want to do a show called The Western Front. Yeah. Do you want to come over to 10? I took a punt. Yep. Seven are the kings of TV, you know, yeah. ratings wise. They do a terrific job. So it was a bit of a punt to move stations. Yeah. But for me, it worked out a treat. Yeah. We worked together for 20 years. Well, so, the, the yeah, Western 20 Front years is, far out, yeah. The Western Front is like, it's part of my childhood. It I is part of yeah. my childhood as Watching well. Watching before the Eagles games, never the Dockers games, before the, <laughs> before the Eagles games, I just. Yeah, make sure I was there half an hour before because it was always yeah. the precursor. Yeah. And um, if I ever well, was, was at a waffle game doing my, my yeah. W, the Western Front, like yeah. if I was ever doing anything like that, I was... Yeah, how do you feel about um, bringing gang signs to Western Australia? <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> just so many kids throwing up a W. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was quite amazing because really it all started when... Because uh, the first year we started Western Front was the first year of Jeff Farmer at Fremantle. Yeah. And yeah. I did an interview like in the second episode and I said to the whiz, I said, you know, we're on the Western Front, mate. We've just started up. You're new to Perth. Yep. Can you give us a bit of a sign when you kick your first goal for the Dockers? Uh, this one's for the Western Front. And he goes, kidding. oh, what do you want me to do? And I said, oh, just give us a, a, w, a w for the nice. Wizard and the Western Front. <laughs> yeah. And it just sort of evolved from there. He never did the W, <laughs> but everybody else has done the W. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah. Oh, he great. missed out. He missed oh, out. Um, it just I've became got- a cult thing. Oh, I did. It was amazing. You, you guys were my babysitter as well. My dad would just drop us at my nonna's and we'd, we'd be watching you guys before the footy. So. You were our two viewers. Yeah. <laughs> is it, um, uh, before we get on to some footy and NBL and a few things, is it really competitive? Um, I mean, it must be within West Perth because you got through that West Perth community. There's Baz, Dennis, yourself. Yep. Like there's, it's a pretty. I, I hosted the uh, Colts <laughs> Awards last year. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. a couple yeah. of gags. Yeah, um, I, got, I got I got this year out of it and another one, which is oh, good. Nice. Yeah, and signing you on a three year deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> it, it seems like we've got. Um, 
a, a pretty strong heritage that's gone through the AFL system and in, in international and, and, and what international interstate whatnot. Um, but and then even the likes of Clint Wilden, I don't know where he's. Um, he's a Perth boy. He's a Perth boy. Yep. Yeah, but yep. he, he helps MC a few uh, yeah. West Perth functions and stuff. It seems like um, we've got a good sort of stock that's come from. Our support base. Well, I think all the journos, I mean, I love being involved in the waffle because it's that real, like AFL's sensational, but mm. you can't get up close and personal with the players. Yeah. And uh, and like at waffle, you sort of can, but also you get amongst the community a little bit more. Yeah. And I think maybe if you walk into a West Perth game and there's all these West Perth, hey, g'day, Lockie, how are you? Whereas yeah. you walk into a West Coast game, yeah. <laughs> piss off, Lockie. You know, you've done a story, a bad story about us or a yeah. Fremantle game. You know what I mean? Like there's just a, a maybe a nicer feel to going to a waffle game as opposed to an AFL game. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever or, yeah. no, you go, yeah. Have you ever been called out by like an AFL player who's gone, no, you've... That's, nah, that not was really. my next question there. Yeah. With journalism... Um, I was going to say, like, I see guys like Damien Barrett and, and um, all the famous guys. How do you go, or I don't know if you've ever had the issue, where you find a story, you break it, and it's broken a player's trust? Is there some kind of code of conduct? Is there some kind of, like, hey, if you let me know this, I'm not going to break it? What's How do you – I'd find that hard to be, like, if yeah. I was a journo, I want my career to progress. I find yeah. something out about Branchy. He's playing for West Perth. <laughs> yeah. If I break it. It puts me up as a newsbreaker, but it yeah. actually screws him over. So you've just got to decide how important the relationship is with yeah. whether it's the player, a coach, or you know, a, a member of the community that you hear it all from. Yeah. Um, and then you've got to work out whether you're doing the right thing, mm. and, and that's only what you decide, right. I reckon, as opposed to uh, worrying about what everybody else is th- yeah. thinking. If it's a really important story and you feel like you have to put it out there, yeah. then you put it out there. I must say, it's funny, I, I broke this story back, it was 2006, and I broke the story about the Eagles going into, I think it was their qualifying final, it was a final against Adelaide at Subiaco Oval. Yeah. And and I can reveal it now, first time <laughs> ever. You right. heard it first. He's finally honest. breaking it 14 years <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So we went to air air with the story saying that three players were going to be dropped and three players were coming in. I think one of the players, and it's a long time ago, so I can't remember the exact players, but Quinton Lynch was one of them. I think he came back into the team. I think even Adam Selwood might have come back into the team. And three players were, were dropped. Now, I remember... The West Coast Eagles absolutely cracking it, going, we must have some someone in this club saying, you know, this is going to make happen. We're going to find out who it is yeah. and we're going to bring them down. We'll sack them from the club. Yeah. You know who it came from? It came from the Adelaide Crows, <laughs> their opponents, because they told the journo that had travelled with them yep. that, oh, we think these changes are going to happen. So the op- <laughs> so they've spent the whole week, the West Coast Eagles, disguising these three big moves into a qualifying final. The opposition team knew exactly who was coming well, in and out of the team. It always happens. Wow. It does. It al- and that's like I do the- – I put the teams up for West Perth sometimes, and sometimes they – try to say, well, can you put this player in a different position and stuff? They know. They the opposition know. knows. Mate, I, I wish I knew the amount of times I put bets on based on how the team lineups are <laughs> yeah. for them to put friggin' like, you know, someone full back after they've been starting yeah. for the whole time. It's so frustrating. But they think they're being tricky. And, yeah. and I know that they want to try and keep it 
you know, all secret and everything. But all these tr- closed training sessions they have yeah. and all that, they know. Yeah. Yeah. They, opposition clubs have links to everyone. Yeah. And opposition it's like clubs a have drones. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they've got drones. Up. But it's like a journo as well. A lot of the stories don't necessarily come from yeah. the players or the coach or something. Yeah. It comes from people yeah, around yeah. the players and the coaches mm-hmm. or uh, typically I was at a movie the Perth Wildcats had this new import he'd been in town for about a week yeah. and I was sitting in a movie with my young son and he's rolled in on a scooter and a moon boot <laughs> <laughs> he's come to the mo- he just injured himself that day and he's oh. come to the movies and I've tweeted going oh I think so and so's got a, a serious source. injury yeah. from a good source and I'm sitting there with it and you know the next day the club's like oh how'd you find out I'm going, he's at the movies <laughs> in his moon boot and a scooter it's not uh, that hard. It's not that difficult. <laughs> it's so simple sometimes. An event at events. Yeah. Uh, and, well, that leads into a bit of uh, NBL and stuff before we go into the AFL and the finals. Um, Socialising and, and sort of getting to be around people like, you know, your Bryce Cottons and and to the higher end, someone like a Luke Longley. Um, do, do, uh, someone like Luke Longley specifically, do you ever get starstruck with someone like him? or And the other people, obviously, you sort of get used to hanging around with but um yeah Luke I know Luke quite well and yeah. not pumping up my tyres well get yeah. him on the podcast when yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's actually just in the car yeah. I'll go and get him uh, uh, you're in a mini <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no look I, I know him pretty well uh, but the first time I met him was uh, when he came back it was either the first or second championship Chicago Bulls and he's come back through the airport for his like three month stay back in WA whenever he finished his NBA for the season he'd come back here they just do quarantine before it was quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, out. what he did, and it, and it worked a treat, is he sent out, or he, someone sent out an email to all the journos and saying, Luke is going to be at this place. Mm-hmm come down, spend an hour, two hours, you'll bring his rings down and everything, and then can you leave him alone for the next three months? And it worked a oh, treat wow. because you weren't yeah. you weren't forced to sit outside his home or, you know, chase him up and down the street. It was yeah. just like, here Luke's here, yep. come and do the interview, throw as many questions as you want. He's the coolest guy yep. in living history. He's yeah. the most laid-back <clears throat> bloke ever. You come and do it and you're satisfied and then he goes off down south to Dunsborough or wherever he goes and he spends two months yeah. down there It'd and be just hard relaxes. For him to blend in as well, you know. He loves like, that yeah. region, home. That's what I've read a few times. Yeah. Loves that whole region. I don't know. Is that where he lives? I think that's where he permanently lives. Yeah, yeah down there. Mm-hmm. So no, nah, no. Nah, His look, brother's he's a involved ripper. in comedy, actually. Yeah, so he was running the um, Shapiro's at Brisbane. Really? Yeah. So when I needed to get paid, yeah, I'd invoice invoice him, <laughs> cut snake comedy. Yeah, yeah right. but that's uh, it's all shutting down now. So yeah, Shapiro's yeah. at Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, but, no uh, good. Yeah, I mean, so from what Jenna told me, you used to be just the, the hype man and you went from the, the hype Wildcats. man. Yeah. Yeah. Was that why you were established or was Funny that why story. you were Funny story. I'll tell you the out? story how Let's I got it. So I've always loved basketball. I've probably played more basketball. Well, I played more basketball than footy because yeah, I was right. no good at footy and I just yeah. loved – my family was a basketball family. So I always wanted to be like a – courtside announcer yeah. and I actually I actually I broke the story that Luke Longley and Andrew Vlahoff were going to buy the Perth Wildcats yeah and um, <laughs> and it sort of got a little ugly for a day or two because 
Andrew Vallejo wasn't that happy that I'd broken the story because it was still in the process of signing papers and everything like that. Um, And the big hoff was pretty angry. When you get a phone call from the big fella, you... um, He'd be pretty intimidating. Yeah, yeah, you get a little nervous. Was he wearing a big large suit? (laughs) (laughs) he's got the big big size suit on. Big size. And you start getting nervous and... um, I got a bit of a pasting from him. He yeah. got stuck into me. Then about a week later, <laughs> the week later, I was cheeky enough to ring him and go, mate, uh, <laughs> any chance I could be courtside announcer? And the response was, yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, absolutely. He'd moved on really quickly. Oh, and awesome. he, he's a legend now and I get on really well with him. But, yeah, so that it started in 99. And, um, yeah, wow. Uh, I think, um, you know, I mean, they spoke about Paul Rogers and Ricky Grace and all that mm. winning the championship, but. It was really <laughs> you. It was really <laughs> the bench. Mate, those days, <laughs> those days, you know, James Crawford, yeah, um, yeah Fisher. Was it Fisher? Yeah, Scott Fisher. Yeah, Fisher Scott was Fisher. still playing. Like, that was, and I used to tune in every weekend and watch the walk. Well, I used to tune in just to see the hype man myself. Yes, you were. <laughs> just to see Lucky. <laughs> um, and then, uh, it, and that's something you sort of continue to do. And now you're yeah. commentating in the NBA. Yeah, so that so was great. I did that for about 10, 12 years, the courtside stuff. Yeah. So I was at, uh, I started at Perth Arena for about two or three years. Then we went to, they downsized and went to Challenge Stadium. Challenge, yeah. And I reckon Challenge Stadium was the greatest venue ever. Really? Like it was only 3,000, three and a half, but, but just- it was so intimidating. If you speak to NBL players that played during that time against the Wildcats, mm. um, they just go, man, that, that, that venue was just amazing. Oh, yeah. It gave probably a seven, eight-point advantage to the Wildcats every yeah. game. The crowd was phenomenal. Mm. And then now at the Perth Arena, I remember walking out for the first time and I looked around and going, holy crap, this <laughs> yeah. is a big start. Yeah. Can you hear me up the back? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like we went through all those stages and then got – chance to commentate so it's cool. pretty cool do you find it difficult to code switch because I've always thought this about some commentators like I watch Bruce and he does horses he does the Olympics does footy so he'd have to be pretty knowledgeable but then I, I feel like do they sometimes put um, sports broadcasters in roles they don't know like if you were to do say netball or something like that is it hard to code switch do you have to keep up with it what's your sort of oh look it is hard to switch I mean yeah. I did um I got asked to commentate 11 disciplines of the Winter Olympics yeah. <laughs> and I'd never been to the snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had no idea. But I spent, you know, you know in advance, so I spent the next six months just mm. studying, you know, the individuals plus also the sport. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then a few mates who skied, I'd ring them and say, what's the lingo here? So you yeah. get the yeah. right lingo. So, yeah. look, I think you can adapt if you're confident yeah. enough to talk. Because I, 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 I reckon if I was to I'd feel like a, an imposter almost, you know? Yeah. So I'd know if I was going to be the, the colour or if I was going to be the, the person people knew, but I'd love to have someone there with me that actually knows. Yeah, cause I, a good I, expert. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I see that with like NBA. Um, well, back in the day when Western Front was on, sometimes I'd have netball when I'd be at my dad's house and we were looking for something to watch. And if I if I saw it, it's a weird one because it comes into uh, gender roles in sport as well. So it's a bit of a touchy subject. But mm. if I saw a guy talking about the netball, I didn't want to hear from him. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. you haven't what really played you, what women's know? netball. Yeah. 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 And I start to feel that way about women's footy as well. So I was going to ask your opinion on that. Like how you feel about women commentators because there's always big uproars. And part of me is like, okay, cool. I'm all about gender equality. But also I'd rather hear from Luke Hodge who's played in three grand finals and has played yep. the game as opposed to somebody that hasn't. Yeah, so okay. What's yep. your opinion? So you commentator-wise, oh, no, yeah, look, Kelly Underwood is one girl who yeah. commentates. She's pretty much 
the only female commentator in mainstream sort yeah. of TV radio, but she's yep. been doing it for a long time. So yep. I think she's got plenty of uh, credits in the bank to yep. be able to commentate. Yeah, um, it does get a little. Uh, you have to get used to the female voice commentating, but yep. what she says and how she calls the game, I've got no problems with yep. that at all. She's yeah. she's done she's done enough for me to to be able to go. Yeah, she knows the sport. Well, it's yeah. not commentating with one of our really. One of our best friends, mutual best friends, who's moved over to Victoria to follow her passion and do those Samantha sorts of Riches. things. Samantha Ritchie's been on yep. the podcast. She hosts a podcast with Dane Swan, um, and she's slowly just progressing. But she's the on-field announcer for, or was for Geelong Football Club, yep. on-field announcer for Melbourne, Melbourne Storm, Storm. Yeah. Sydney Kings, the WWE, Commonwealth Games, the yeah, Super Eights, really, yeah. rugby over in Dubai. Like she's. Just progressively gotten better and better, and she's a female, and she's doing all the male sports. I don't think she you have to. You doing. don't have to play the game to yeah. commentate it, in my opinion. No, yeah. Um, as long I, as you got the knowledge of it, I'll yeah. probably stuff this up. But Goss used to always say to me, um, uh, "Who was it? Uh, one of the commentators." who used to commentate the racing, he goes, well, he was never a horse, was he? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, That's true. Bruce, you know, yeah. so Bruce McAvaney yeah. loves the, the races. And yeah. I just, and he seems to be so knowledgeable. On yeah. it. He loves Winks, doesn't he? Yeah. Is it yeah. Winks? He loves- also, yeah. Sansa, a mutual oh, friend of ours. <laughs> I just asked him for a bit of dirt. He didn't really give me much. <laughs> and I, won't send it, I won't read his whole message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, um, you're a top bloke and he prefers netball. Over, over football <laughs> yes. um, and indulges in too much red wine. <laughs> yeah, that's his fault for, doing, yeah. for the red wine. He likes a bit of it, you uh, know? Yeah, no, Santa, oh. we're very, very good mates, uh, yeah. good family friends. Our daughters went to school together, so yeah, he's, he's a ripper, uh, a super coach, I call him. Yeah, uh, I think I've got a photo he's of He's the greatest maybe. super coach to be an assistant coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Time for some waffle club to have a crack and get the great man into the main oh, goal, I reckon. Mate, he was... Um, and I can attest to how good he was. We are uh, captain coach. Did he of tell the, you how good he was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, but we were captain coach uh, combo of the 2014 yes. reserves, um, yep. premiership side. And although just being reserves, it's still an achievement. And it mm. was just a, such a bond that now me and him share. And, and yeah, uh, he's a good man. Yeah, I loved uh, I loved him as a. Ask him about New Year's Eve in uh, 2010, where I found him lying in my cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a cubby? Is it in the cupboard or the closet? (laughs) (laughs) Came out of the closet and went into the cupboard. cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Classic. So he wasn't making recovery that morning. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's actually followed Bill Monaghan down to East Frio. And I think he does have those aspirations of being a head league coach of Waffle. Well, they're the good people of Waffle, aren't they? They're the ones that put in so much time. We talk about Mm. how the players commit to that amount of time. You know, a coach gets paid quite well yeah. I think in waffle footy like a, a Billy would get paid pretty well but yeah. think about his assistants who have to be there the same amount of time yeah. yep. yes they don't make the major decisions but time yeah. well, when you've got a full time job as well and you've uh, got to love it as well yeah. I yeah. Mean, even as a school teacher if I have to go after school and was to coach the boys I don't really enjoy it that much because mm. or even if it was at local footy I'd rather much run around if it's pissing out with rain and you're the coach or assistant coach and you're standing there Mm. in the rain while everyone's running. I just couldn't do it. So. Well, I don't think people understand how important the roles of assistant coaches are. The, yeah. the, the head coach ends up being the mouthpiece for a whole system of coaches. Mm. It's The head coach doesn't do the forward line. He doesn't do the midfield. He doesn't do the back line. He mm. oversees the whole thing and he... He, he just says, get him off. He, he, he I guess, 
brings the message together. Yeah. Yep. But that's specifically what I've seen in my time in football for the last 15 years is uh, a backline coach directs the backline and the, the forward line coach directs the forward line under his supervision, but he doesn't deliver the message yeah. except for a quarter time and half time and, mm. and prior to the still game. Still got to look know? at the vision, still got to be out training, exactly. yeah. still got to be making decisions. Mm. You know, yeah, Selection just, night goes to what, 12 o'clock sometimes because yeah. you're trying to pick a team. You so. try to hide your three selections oh, well. from the Crows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And that's why, like, for example, the Eagles, like Sam Mitchell was such a, an important part yeah. of their success. People often go, well, we're no good without Sam Mitchell, but also Nathan Van Burlo was part of that coaching panel as well. They both gone back to Adelaide. Yeah, so they both had roles within the midfield group from memory. Um, And then as soon as they left, they thought we were gone. And then we've still got Nathan who's running that. Now I know he's going to Port Adelaide, I think, next year. But um, It's fresh ideas, isn't it? Not everyone – I mean, you blokes would know more than me. Not every player loves the coach. Oh, no. But (laughs) – he doesn't have to Especially if love the coach. Picked. Yeah, that's right. But you just need a cool head or a mm-hmm. someone you can go to, whether it's an assistant or development coach, yeah. that can go, mate, you're still in there. You're still being spoken about. Just keep yeah. pushing that's through. That's all you need. You need someone telling you where you stand. Yeah. The worst coaches I've had are the ones that they don't tell you where you're at. And if yeah. you're not getting picked, you don't know mm. why. Or if you're doing something well, you don't know why. <laughs> I think the, the, the perfect amalgamation of uh, a coach that is your friend – Yet also delivers a, a message that I'm fucking I'm in charge. Yep. Yep. Is Darren Harris, and I know again some people wouldn't know who he is. He was the assistant coach of the West Coast Eagles for the uh, 2006 Premiership. Um, he's now the head coach of Claremont Football Club, who's in the grand final this week. Um, and he's that perfect amalgamation again. Another West Perth. Um, Did he coach you? Were you around then? I got I got the ass end of his his first. Um, his last pre-season with right. us and then he got drafted to the Eagles and then Todd Curley took me for my okay. first season. So, yep. um, but – and Todd Curley's the opposition coach in the, yeah. the yeah, grand, grand final, final for South Frio. Um, but uh, he has that and I'm seeing that in Jeff Valentine and for people who don't watch Waffle, they might not get it, but it is, is that perfect amalgamation of uh, structure, friendship, group, culture and um, just creating – and. Uh, I can see in Adam Simpson what he's doing with the Eagles. Yeah, he's creating a culture and all different types of coaches, aren't they? You know, yeah, you can exactly. see the ones that stand over their players, but mm. they've got huge respect. And then you got the Ross Lyon. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ross Lyon. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard some and, stories about Ross from uh, and nearly worked for him. Like he yeah. got him to a grand final. So yeah. you know, has or got does, two teams to grand comps. finals. Uh, and as you say, Adam Simpson seems to be that bloke that has a good I don't think he's mates with them, but he's sort of that. That sort of very approachable, yeah. nice yes. kind what, of guy. What Ross did to Kepler Bradley, we smoke out this. Yeah, tell me about this. Kep, um, and he'll be fine with me saying this. We had a <laughs> a, a Bucks party, and um, we'd had a few drinks. It was, he wasn't doing anything stupid, but we had a cricket game uh, that we played during the Bucks party, and he rolled his ankle during right. during the thing and then Ross made him train by himself for three months <laughs> oh really <laughs> three months on the so they tra- they used yeah. to train down at um, down towards uh, what's that one down near City Beach I feel like there's a, there's two ovals that are right next to each other anyway mm. maybe towards Perry Lakes and the full group would be on <laughs> one oval and he'd be on the other one all by himself <laughs> he wouldn't let him it was like a punishment <laughs> so, that's so harsh man. three yeah. months to Kepler as well yeah the, 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 the Kep factor yeah. the Kep Factor, yeah, um, it's better than Sonny, who couldn't even train with him at all. Oh, yeah, he's Alters. He got told, yeah, that was probably go, the best thing for his career. He got trained with Peel or someone like uh, that. Swans, he, got, he went swans. back to Swans, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. spent the whole 
pre-season there, and I think he came back middle of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that changed his career. My brother played States with him um, and uh, Nick Nat and that, and Jamie said that by far and away, Sonny was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, they reckon when he was 16, Sonny Walters, he was the best player in Australia. Wow. Yeah, he, oh, he's just unbelievable talent. My really. brother will tell you that he was the best player. <laughs> Sonny was his second best. But uh, yeah, that was like the same as um, Leroy Jetta when I played states. I had Buddy Franklin on my side, Andrew Swallow, uh, Mitch Clark, Alan Tuvey, a few boys, and he was an underager and he was an absolute jet, one of yeah. the best guys to to play. Mm-hmm. And then when he went to Essendon, they turned him into a backman after being a forward, but never really. Yeah. It's funny went about to those great players as junior, and mm. you guys would have played with a lot who starred when now in the. Yeah. 14s and 15s and, yeah. and I sit there as a dad go oh, he's going to make it he's going to make it and then they don't make it Yeah, I don't know what happens but I know what happens with me I used to chop and I stayed this height <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> what I mean like, so you were a, a yeah. big strong yes. body yeah. early on yeah. and then you just didn't sort of develop into anything yeah. so I reckon there's a lot of parents out there that sit there going oh mm. my son's going to be the next Chris Judd or oh, stuff like that yeah. never a lock there's uh, never a lock yeah. no. and, but Buddy wasn't actually that good no, when, right. He was never a gun. I think they saw a lot of raw potential in him. He played one waffle game for yeah. Perth. Yeah. Do you know who played on him in that waffle game? And I don't know, our listeners probably won't know who this is, but Anthony Salakis, yeah. one of the best oh, forwards for West Perth Football Club over the last decade, played as a backman on mm. Buddy Franklin. How did he well, Slick says he went very well. well <laughs> before Buddy got drafted, I used to be his direct opponent at Subi Colts. Really? Yeah, I'd keep him to one goal. One goal three because he would always just go to his left foot and I knew and I just smothered yep, his yeah, left foot exactly. and I was giving away a massive height but now he's an absolute gun runs mm. reason. Well, know. yeah, and you see them like you say sometimes they then you see the players who you think they're going to be guns mm. and they're not but then there's players who just come from are, nowhere. They're, yeah. they're destined yeah. and you can see it as well like Max Bailey um, who's a premiership ruckman for Hawthorne one of the best stories I've ever heard. I played with him in Colts and when you were playing with him in Colts, he's seven. Big wasn't he? Yeah. 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 It, three or four knee reconstructions, Hawthorne stuck with him and then in, I think got it was flag. 2013 maybe it was, I think he finally got there yeah. um, mm. and then he retired and now he's yeah. a coach. Well, Luke Tedesco from West Perth is one that was, he was my height, <laughs> my size and he yeah. just stayed the same throughout. I thought he was going to play AFL because he was consummate professional and that. Yeah. That was through his whole West Perth career. Yeah. Strikey was one that we didn't think was going to, like, he came out of nowhere. Strikey was just a consistent. West Coast. He was just a consistent performer. And then yeah. um, he played really well in a. He was probably drafted at a hard time because he played really well. He played about 11, 12 AFL games, but mm. he was trying to play against, like, a Josh Hill yeah. um, and uh, a few players that were still in that area. And then they went through a rebuild process. Basically, just after, and so he was unlucky. that sort of middle-aged yeah. player. I remember when he got knocked out, how bad I was like, "That'll cement him." Yeah, you know, went back with then, the flight. Yep, yeah. he um he 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 played really well. Um, yeah, won, a, get on won, a, a, won a bit of money on him, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, you play it. waffle footy or AFL footy, and you, yeah, you've played, yeah, you've played yeah. it, and and A grade amateurs, you and, know, you're getting to a pretty good level of footy I reckon 100% and if you've got nothing else so there's a couple one more thing I want to ask before we do the footy tips Uh, yeah I was going to just say some famous western front ones Jenna told me that who was your most famous oh Uh, interviews or some interviews and some signs doing the sign Uh, Kobe Bryant yeah yeah did it yeah Yeah. Kobe Bryant did it rest in peace yes rest in peace um who else do we have we had I think pretty much all the prime ministers 
Really? Did it? Yeah, John Howard. That's he loved cool. a good W. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin Rudd was a W yeah. and did the W. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, it's off the top of my head. I'm just trying to think. But we Kobe's got a, a big one. That's yeah, Kobe was yeah. probably a biggest. Had a few of the wrestlers, I think, that did it as well. But some yeah. that were they really, were really WWF, good. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> some that were good that were just normal punters. One person did a W jumping out of a plane yeah. and filmed what? that. Yep. One bloke was wearing an Eagles jumper and he was at Wimbledon. Oh, nice. on the, the back courts of Wimbledon and somehow got on the coverage so, going like this. So, w yeah, for Wimbledon, awesome. W for West. The funniest story was um, Steve Nelkowski who uh, is used to be a journal at Channel 7 and he's up filming uh, doing a live cross as the Eagles and Dockers played a pre-season. No, it mustn't have been the Dockers. So it was the Eagles and somebody else playing a pre-season game. And he's, yes, Baz, so we're down here at Joondalup. And we're da, 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 da. Yep. And what he had planned to do was for the cameraman to pan over to Chris Connolly, who was watching the game when he was coach yep. of the Fremantle Dockers. So yep. halfway through the cross, mate, cameraman, just start panning across and I'll say, and of course, Dockers coach Chris Connolly's here. First round, it's the, you know, the derby between yeah. the Eagles and Dockers. Yep. So the cameraman halfway through starts panning across to Chris Connolly, who was sitting pretty much over there. Yep. And this kid stepped in the way and went... <laughs> Like this, and you could not see Chris Connolly. And Steve's sort of looking at the camera going, and of course, Chris Connolly's here, and the kid with the W. He's just behind him. He is there somewhere. Yeah. That's awesome. That's classic. Um, uh, and just bef- uh, before we get your tips on the well, finals, oh, you got fake, something as well. well? Just any fake news in a yeah. wed bed and leave. What yes. about Jenna? Bed He's bed getting bed. a lot of action in this podcast. Yeah, no. Um, uh, well, geez, what was I just about to ask? Oh, NBA. Yep. Who's uh, you? You obviously follow that, loving the NBA. Yeah. Um, Lakers. Was it Lakers? Miami. Did it start today? Yes, yeah, it's today. on. Yeah, right yeah. now. I should probably just put it up on there so we can watch it as yeah. we're talking. Um, where your where your tips there? I, I'm I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan. Huge Jimmy Butler fan, but I really want to see LeBron win another championship. So I, I'm yeah, I'm a bit of a LeBron fan. I, I sort of always have been. Like I don't really support a team. Yeah. Like I was a Michael Jordan man, supported Chicago because yep. that was the thing to do back yep. in those days. Yeah. Um, you used to love uh, Dr. J. Yeah. So I go way, way back. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I love LeBron. I'd love to see him win with the Lakers. Mm, I think yeah. it's just a good story. I know there's arrogance about him and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but, but arrogance and confidence so are very, but it's when, a fine line. And I think he's the confidence is what he's trying to yeah. give, but he probably sometimes come, comes across as Jimmy arrogant, Butler but suits Miami, I reckon. Yeah. Like he's been at so many other teams and just has been a misfit at all those teams. Yeah. Maybe Chicago is okay. But, yeah, yeah. Miami, I, I think he suits this lineup for whatever I reason. I think it's weird at how much you can get thrown around as well yeah. as a player. Like it's something we don't see in any other code. Well, You're just like here, there, there, there. And there, Butler's flipper. the perfect example. Like, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, him, when he was at Chicago, he had Rose. Um, yeah. He had, uh, oh, actually, it was pretty it was a really good side and they they took it all the way there and then I remember I think it was against Boston who was the the best in the east at the time and they were two up um in a in a series away the first two away and then they sort of somehow bundled it and that was the end of Butler but now uh, and then they just all went their separate yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, just dismantled. Yeah, but yeah, that is a thing. So but I think LA win. LA, I, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, just a, panning out. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you just got the exact margin. I think they win yeah. by LA, twelve. LA in six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. LA in I think six. So. I think just Davis and Le- LeBron. I reckon 
I think the Kobe factor is going to come into play. Yeah. It would at be that. some stage that yeah. that desperation to yeah they'll show some to, highlights to win the trophy for Kobe. I reckon will and LeBron is such a determined yeah. human being that it he'll is just br- get a romantic sort of finish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, he did it at Cleveland, didn't he? Like, he yeah. won that title. Back to him. All those blokes got injured. What was it? Love was injured. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Kevin Love and uh, Corey. <laughs> Corey was Corey injured. Was, yeah. injured. So yeah. he did it with Delhi, and he just went, yeah. jump yeah. on my shoulders, boys. I'll, I'll show and you Delhi was good, that series. He was oh, awesome, yeah. that series. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck it. So I think he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. Um, so what are we going to call the- Wed, bed, dead. Wed, bed, dead? Yeah. Are King and the Sting copying us? They- Dude, I think they are. King and the Sting. They use the a, words wed, bed, dead. Yeah, so that is a podcast in America, a very, very big one. That That's one. Um, Theo Vaughn. Brendan Schwab. Brendan Schwab. They're ben Schwab. Brendan Schwab. Schwab. Yeah. Um, they're, off, they're big guests on the Joe Rogan podcast quite a lot. And it seems like every time we do a – uh, like a an idea theme. or a theme. They, so we started going down conspiracy do theory episodes or like urban legend episodes yeah. and ghost story episodes and they seem to be doing the same thing. Exact, exact same. And we've got a but, segment where it's- But they've got like millions of followers yeah. and they probably, people think of us and just go, you guys are just copying them. But yeah. no, we're getting it before them. Yeah. But we'll call it Wed Bed Dead. Wed Bed Dead. Uh, so it's a version of Who would you marry? Yeah. Who would you ma- murder? Yeah, marry, murder and uh, mistress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, oh, so man, ours man. is uh, Tim Gossage, Dennis Cometti, Basil Zemplis. Oh. you got to kill one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to kill one of them. Mm. Uh, All right. There's- or just injure them so they miss out on a big break. No, yeah. no, no. No, look um, – not sure who has the more money. <laughs> yeah, that's always the factor yeah. with marriage. That's yeah. So, look, I reckon um, I kill Baz yeah. and yep. take all his cash. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's um, and run for mayor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, do my own campaign. Yeah. Uh, what's that? The wed. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you marry? I've spent twenty years with Goss. Um, yeah. So uh, remember, if you marry him, he has to come to your place. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I couldn't spend another twenty years with him. <laughs> so you have a quick one night stand so, with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm marrying Dennis because just I love him. Nice. Yeah, um, you know, Dennis is the for a legend. You know, this is a fact, kids. Is it that camera there? Yep, yeah. yep. You can be the best at what you do without being a dickhead. Yeah. Nice. Oh mate, he's he incredible. is the nicest. Like the first day I commentated with him. Yep. Right. He walks in and I'm like, oh, Dennis. Yeah. Like I knew him, but I never worked with him yep. as such. And I'm thinking, oh, Dan, do, do you want this seat? I, you know, I can sit over in the other <laughs> broadcast box. <laughs> <I'll sit> <laughs> you know, I, d- I don't even have to be here. Yeah. You know, just whatever you want, Dan. Yeah. And he just goes, Lucky, just sit down. Yeah. You're hosting. Let's just do this. Yeah, and awesome. like, it's just, uh, it was unbelievable. He's, yeah. um, I messaged him a few months ago prior to COVID, asked him if he would come on the podcast. Mate, I got a message back within 10 minutes. Yep. Just, um, yep. Same, Brett, you leave me Brett, alone. <laughs> who's this? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, mate, I'd love to. I'll bring my son on the beast. Yeah, the beast. If that's all right as well. Yep. And I was like, I was not expecting a message back at yeah. all, let alone 10 minutes later. 
Um, yeah, no worries, and I'll bring my son. And remembers your name, yeah. Like, and, and he'll uh, like he's just unbelievable. Um, um, so I'll wear Den and uh, what's the other mistress? Well, your mistress, mistress is Tim, oh, Tim Gossage. Yeah. Gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous Gossage. A little bit of goss on the side, hey? <laughs> That's so good. Uh, gossip girl. Um, <laughs> Thanks, uh, we should get all of them on at one point, and then they can all, <laughs> and, and, and Lockie's going to be one of them. <laughs> so we'll just replace them. All. <laughs> Dennis, who are you going to go with? Oh, that's a classic. Nah, they're all good, all good fellas, and uh, you know you there is competition amongst us all, obviously, because you're yeah. chasing the ratings and you're chasing the stories. But I think in the end, if you had a social night out, oh, you'd I'd all st- stand around and just yeah. chat and yeah. laugh and giggle, even Jenna. Yeah, you know, like yeah. a rival now, but worked with us like yeah. just a mm. ripping bloke, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's doing a great job. He's um, what's what where's he, he at? Channel Seven, he's at nine, he's at nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see him. On the that. youngest man with the greyest hair. Yeah, oh, the silver hey? fox, yeah. gorgeous man. Yeah, yeah he's a he's a he, legend. I love him, mate. Eh? Every every we should get him on. I guess. Jenna, you're so good looking. I asked so him to come on, and he said he's good looking. I asked him to come on, and he said he'd be boring. But I reckon he nah, he'd be good. We'll do a full news episode. Quirky Jenna, yeah. yeah, bit of a quirky sort of dude, but yeah. he'll probably be reading yeah. Nine News in the like. I'm not trying to get rid of Tom because <laughs> yeah. we love Tom. Yeah. But you would think in I the think next ten quirky, years, like, or he so. reads the news like we're reading before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? No, yeah. no, like he's quirky personality, but I think he'll, um, I think he'll be a Channel Nine News reader, yeah. Yeah. which is awesome. You know, yeah. like yeah. he, he, he. So when he was playing at Subiaco, yeah. he played uh, at Subiaco, and he was working with us as well. And then mm-hmm. he he went to Goss and he said, "Oh, look, I just want to really have a crack at trying to play league footy. I might just give work away." Mm-hmm. He gave it away for a while, and then he thought, "Nah, I've had my go. Yeah. I've played my games. Yeah. That's as far as I can go." Mm-hmm. Then came straight straight back in. It all ends up. It's a real credit to him. You, how could you trust him as a teammate? Either like, <laughs> yeah, you know, give you're me out the in the town, and then one of your teammates like, uh, yeah. assume yeah. that uh, Delby was on the piss. <laughs> I was with you, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it is funny talk, going back to the Wildcats days. Uh, we went. We used to go to Darwin each year yep. for a game in Darwin. Yeah. And uh, one night out, and I hope he'll be listening. He'll be listening. <laughs> uh, James Harvey, uh, Perth Wildcat, like champion, yep. and went to several other clubs. And we we're out on the dance floor, and uh, he goes, "Have a look at this, lock!" And he jumps up on one of the speakers, and he's dancing on the speakers. And then he jumps off the speaker, and he rolls his ankle. Kepler Bradley. Kepler uh, Bradley. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, oh, um, (laughs) right. uh, So I'm getting employed and paid to be here in Darwin by the Wildcats. But when I get back tomorrow, (laughs) I've got to do a story on this. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, luckily, I think he only missed one game. uh, And it was fine. We sort of just... um, we, we we softened the blow on the yeah. injury. Yeah, yeah, he tripped. Yeah. He, he tripped, tripped yeah, on the yeah, way right. out from a club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know how we're going for time. Uh, we always do a little quick fake news. Have you ever heard? Because the news is uh, it's a bit different now because it's so um, instant. So yeah. news reporting. Um, it would have actually been interesting to get your opinion on that and the relevance now because you can get anything from Twitter, but it's hard to fact check as well. Yeah. So mm. your competition is almost not even other people anymore. It's some unknown person on the internet. And that that was uh, evidence last week with Dean Jones's passing. Mm. So we do our five to six bulletin and then I think it was around about I go back on air about 6.15, 6.16 to, yeah. to do another sports break. Now, pretty much as I'm walking to the desk to read that little bit of sport, yeah. it came out yeah. from s- reports started coming out that Dean Jones has passed. Now, 
I'm about to go on air. I've seen a report mm. that isn't like credible. Well, or not. I don't know whether it's credible. So yeah. in the end, I sort of ignored it and went, okay, we can deal with this tomorrow. But yeah. that's the situation sometimes you do. There is so much on Twitter and Instagram and yeah. on Facebook and everything where you read it and you could fall for everything yeah. and you could be made to look really, really stupid. Yeah. So mm. sometimes you've almost got to miss the story to save so, your ass. Because if I'd gone on and that was just Joe Punter yeah. making and I'd gone on, Dean Jones has passed. Yeah. I mean, that would be just disastrous. Yeah, yeah. You know? 100%. So, yeah, you've got to and be And that's really where that, uh, you do have to have that fine line between being first and being correct. Yep. Yep. And um, I think some reporters don't, they their lines are blurred too heavily. But Not And so. that's what I have noticed with uh, someone like yourself I don't see you forcing your opinion down people's throats or or, or something that you're correct, your your sources are right, whereas like a Damien Barrett or someone sometimes... They'll stick by the guns. Yeah, More competitive probably mm. over there as well, you, you know, yeah. and he, he's big time. Mm. Like he's And he does a great job. I mean, a lot of people will jump on the stuff that he may get wrong, but things unfold yeah. that change. When you when you first report a story, you might even remember him. Adam Campbell used yes. to play at the Kiwi, Dockers, yep. was at West Perth. Yep. Now, I, I was telling this story the other night. I heard I was at the Sandover Medal mm-hmm. one year and someone through West Perth had said you, to me, yep. Adam Campbell is leaving. He's going to ask to be traded to the Western Bulldogs. I went, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No. So I ran the story the next day. Yeah. And copped absolute heat from Fremantle fans. You're making it up. Yeah. Yep. No, no, no. So it eventuated that Adam Campbell didn't go because Fremantle wouldn't, didn't want to trade him. Oh, yeah. So the story was not wrong. Yes. But, like, because it was true. Like, yeah. and I'd spoken to three different people yeah. that the story was it was a- absolutely fact. Mm. But over a course of two, three weeks, Fremantle mm. said, you're not going. Yeah. We're not doing a trade. Yep. And then he stays for the next bloody 10 years. Yeah. It's make me even look even worse. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I so recall, things yeah. just change. So you hear something and you go with it. And, and right at that time, that story is correct. Mm. But it can change over a period of time or people can mm. make it change. Well, one somehow. that's popped to my head straight away was the buddy Franklin trade, how Sydney came out of nowhere. Yeah. Did you have any? No idea. Yeah, right. No idea. That was massively just, who knew? Yeah. 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 Everyone knew he was going to GWS or whatever it was and and that was it. But look, I think a lot of people worry about stories getting out. Yeah. They're going to get out. Yeah. Because people know. You know. Yeah. And I might run into you at the coffee shop and you go, oh, did you hear about such and such? I'm like, no, I didn't. It's, yeah. you know. Well, the amount of stories that I've heard that I know are true that I would never tell somebody as yeah. well, just because you you either got mates that are yeah. mates of them and you don't want to blow that trust. Yeah. Or like, and it's always the worst shit as well. Like, I've heard this person's, you know, on, on yeah. coke, this person's was out to And you hear it all the time. Yeah. yeah. You hear, oh, so and so, why he's not playing now is because he's had three strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Can't you prove hit. it. You yeah. can't prove like, it. Like, yeah. unless you, unless the AFL directly, if I ring Gillian McLaughlin, I could A lock, which yeah. never happened, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, like, you, yeah. like so you can, I think a lot of people. There's so many rumours out there that yeah. trade week's the worst yeah. part uh-huh. of the year ever. Yeah. Because, um, Branch, you'd be playing for Sydney yeah. during trade week. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like things just yeah. you know, come out Why of the Why is that work. so unbelievable? Uh, <laughs> yeah, why'd you look at him like that? Well, there's a spot free now from Elijah Taylor. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, you are, yeah. if you're looking for it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, any fake news about yourself? Have you ever um, heard anything that you like, that is just absolute trash? 
Not really, no. No, no one ever said you were good at footy. Or- <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty, I no. shot him down after yeah. that. Um, no, I don't think so. Ah, no, yeah. no I've been a- abused a lot. But, oh, yeah? Uh, what yeah. for? Uh, that story, yeah. the Adam Campbell story. Yeah. Uh, and is it just by just fans or uh, Well, I don't the really industry? know because – so I didn't know about it. And then like about three or four years ago, my son goes, oh, Dad, um, uh, I looked up YouTube the other day. Well, not YouTube. <laughs> I looked up the internet the other day. Um, there's an interesting comment about you and it went something like, Lockie Reed, you bald-headed effing maggot. And um, I said, oh, well, that's pretty good reading, was it, champ? And he said, yeah, well, I moved to the next page. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, that's, that's as bad as Jeez. good yeah. or bad as it gets. Because all the fake news, oh, it's not even fake news, but the stuff you hear that's going on in the hubs at the moment is just crazy. Oh, yeah. There's a- With Jesse Hogan today, oh, the last yeah. couple of days, yep. gets a bird around. Mm. Like, how do they find that out? Like, must have someone must have known where he in. is. and Yeah. yeah. Neighbours. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. Friends just, of. It's, yeah. Just but just to, don't do it. No. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, be just honest. Just like, We're all in quarantine. You're in 14 days yeah. quarantine. I know it's tough. Yeah. yeah. I know it's tough. Yeah. But just don't do it, man. Even like, I, I How mean, many chances do they want as well? Yeah. Some of these guys. Like, and they're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. You've got a responsibility. And whether you want it or not, yeah. you've got a responsibility yeah. to go, yeah. we've got this footy season underway. We've... we've uh, we're about to get stuck into finals. Yeah, it's a huge. Yeah, everyone's done all these great things, yeah. and then four or five, six, ten players just—it's still their it's bundle. so weird that it was for me. It was so I would have expected one, maybe two. Yeah, you know, and then you got guys of the caliber still side bottom when he got mm. out. But yeah, just these dudes that are just repetitively—it's insane to think. What yeah, you know, but. Then the flip side is I look at it if they're they are basically by themselves or with their footy team for mm. 18, 19 weeks, but mm. at the same time, like you said, they're getting paid a stack Mate, of it's money a pretty to good, do it. It'd be a good, good life sitting yeah. on the Queens. I know there's pressures of family, yeah, because like, I've been away for a month of from my family, and you yeah. miss them like nothing else. In fact, I, I was in Sochi doing the Winter Olympics, and yep. I'd ring them every day on Facetime. How you going? And by about day fourteen, <laughs> there was a lot of missed calls. I don't think they were interested in me ringing. Them. But like, so it's tough. You out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dad, you know, just yeah. don't worry about it. Um, but like, it's not, it's not a tough life, is yeah. it? You're sitting in a Queensland hub, you're playing AFL footy. Yeah, just put up with it. Yeah, just yeah. get it done. It's just, yeah, it's keeping a lot of things together um, for a lot of there's people. There's probably one last thing. I don't know how you're going for time, but um, the NBL introduced probably the weirdest named. <laughs> Team, oh, bogus. the Tasmanian <laughs> Jack Jumpers. What's your opinion? Um, What's your on thoughts on that? the name, mate? Well, it's it's got media attention yeah. for the NBL, so yeah. it's probably not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, interesting name, but uh, yeah. What did what did Bogut say? Uh, that it was horrific. Yeah, yeah, he just said he couldn't believe it. But he, it's great no, that NBL's it. going to Tasmania, though. Yeah, it is good. What's it the plan? Good. You might know a little bit more on it. What's the plan? Are they going to be doing like similar to the AFL, have little hubs? Or I think they're trying to work out a hub situation. Mm. Um, I think what will happen. So, so the the different thing with the AFL is the AFL get paid billions of dollars through broadcast rights. Yes. So they can afford to put themselves up in hubs in. Queensland, yeah. I know Queensland government helped out, but Perth, mm. so they can spend that money. Mm-hmm. NBL don't get paid for broadcast rights. They pay mm. oh, to wow. get themselves on TV. So yes. it's a bigger, and they've got an owner who has done an awesome job. Larry mm. Kesselman uh, and his 
board and all the staff have yeah. done an awesome job to keep this league going. Mm-hmm. So they pay for their own broadcast. And that's then, almost unheard of, eh? Yeah, well, at the moment, that, that's just what happens. But yeah. And then you've got to pay for the hub as well. That's a big ask for a bloke mm-hmm. to invest in that. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. I reckon what will happen is they'll – I don't think they'll come here for the first little bit because yeah. I don't think the WA government will invest money. But I reckon Sydney, Tasmania, yeah. maybe Melbourne might invest and say, here's a couple of mil. Mm. You can have the teams here to play. So, yeah. Sammy – Richie's could be on with the Sydney yeah, Kings being a bit of a yeah, like outside announcer. It's been really hard yeah. for her actually. She's yeah. she's lost almost all of her work. Yeah, you know, it's like really everything. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, even her podcast they have to do it remotely. Her Dane Swan and Ralphie Horowitz yeah. they're in different houses now with yeah. mics and stuff. It's, it's amazing weird. difference in it. My folks live in Melbourne and like it's just yeah, yeah. they're so frustrated yeah. and stuck in their house. Um, um, Andrew Bogart said, "Joking, yeah, good one, got me good." <laughs> April Fool's joke didn't he? <laughs> April Fool's joke in October It's not the 1st of April It's yeah. the 1st of October yeah. All right. Their logo looks like Ant-Man as well Does it? Yeah it's literally like Ant-Man from Marvel So oh it's kind of cool But I know you're uh, restrained for time So we'll just quickly go through the team no, uh, The right. games um, Tonight Port and Geelong Is it tonight? Yeah bro Yeah, yeah. We're into it Five. Oh really? Yeah Port and Geelong. Yeah. What are our thoughts? Well, we'll go to expert first. Uh, no, so I will yeah, uh, you tip start. <laughs> Delby is surprisingly very good. He got banned from certain betting uh, things, uh, platforms, because mm. he's actually so good at picking the footy. Is that right? Yeah, so if you ever yeah. want tips. Yeah, it throw sucks. a few tips my way. Yeah, it yeah. sucks because- I'll invest for you. Yeah. 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 That's, Almost have to. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> well, well, we got the ins and outs. If you know three so who's going to win tonight? Who's going to win um, tonight? Look, I think that Geelong are going to win mm-hmm. um, with no confidence at all. I'm, I'm good at betting player bets. Yeah, right. possessions and, and goals yeah. and stuff when their value's over. Mm. But just, uh, I really hate Geelong. I think that they always rely on Dangerfield to win a game when they're behind every, almost every time. They yeah. just wait for Dangerfield and Selwood, Selwood. to do something. But with Selwood back... Um, Guthrie's well, playing some okay footy, isn't he? Yeah, not, not when I needed him to. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only player I needed to cover his possession line in the last round. Gets 26 every week. I needed him to get 23 for 2,000 bucks, man, and he got 19. So, uh, Guthrie, good. no good. Yeah. No good. But, uh, yeah, I think that just their team, uh, the way they've played, I think, Geelong, even though Port have been great. So. I'm going Port in yeah. Adelaide. Yeah. I reckon uh, they've set themselves up nicely to maybe mm. even go through to the grand final. I don't think they'll win the grand final, but I think they've set themselves up nicely. I agree with that one. What's the crowd, though? Is the crowd it's situation? Port, Adla- home game, and they're allowed 10,000 yeah, or 20,000? Yeah, it's only 10 to 20. Yeah. Okay, so it's not huge, but no, it'll be- but just the fact that it's Adelaide. Adelaide. I hope Adelaide. that I tip Geelong that Port win because I just hate watching them. So you can't trust I have Geelong a, in finals. Oh, I, mm. I haven't rated. I haven't rated Port yet this season, and they have mm. finished on top of the ladder. They've been on top from the start, the beginning, and I still haven't rated them. Yeah. And then I just feel like it, they've got a really good mix yes. back forward, and yeah, yeah I think, like yeah. they they don't really have a weakness. Like their their defense is. A no-name defence. Yeah, Jonas is just like, so solid. Solid ass. Yeah. So, yeah, I, and with that in mind, I think, even though I haven't rated them all season, I think maybe I've just underrated them. And mm. Yeah, I think gonna, I've underrated them. I think, Robbie Gray is one that's like, I wish they would either leave him forward yeah. just for my bets or <laughs> leave him in the middle because yeah. you never know if he's going to get 25 or if he's going to get eight touches and But that's why five goals. they chuck him anyway because he's so influential wherever mm. he goes. But, yeah, yeah I go Port. So yeah. for that one as well. Uh, the next game is Richmond and Brisbane, I think. 
Richmond yeah. and Bris what? Yeah, at Brisbane. Mm, I did that the wrong way around. Brisbane well, Brisbane, and versus, <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane versus Richmond. It's a Brisbane home game. The last uh, game, Brisbane probably should have won. I remember this specifically. Against I, Richmond. I cleaned up on Richmond over 40. Um, but Brisbane kicked like three goals, 12 yeah. or something the last yep. time they played. They had all the, all the going and then Bris- Richmond came But late. Brisbane's been like that. All season, mm. the three goals, twelve. The you know that they've been very in, and inaccurate, and I don't see any reason why it wouldn't change. No, Tom Lynch, <laughs> Richmond annoy me, so I can't pick them. Mm. Yeah. So I'm it's going Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, they annoy me at how they're just average across the board. Yeah, but well, Dusty obviously is is a step above, but they just across the board. There's no. You almost look at them going, "Why are they such a great?" I team? always think that. Yeah, why? Why are they so good? Mm. Yeah. Must be their systems that have got in place. Yeah, no, they, what they've doing. done a terrific job. But I'm, I'm hoping Brisbane, and I think why I tip Brisbane is because uh, I heard a quote from Chris Fagan uh, yeah. earlier this week saying, we sat back two years ago and said, who are the teams that we haven't beaten? Mm. And he said, we've got one left. Yeah, that's yeah. Richmond. So I think they knock off Richmond as well. I'm going to But t- I think they lose the prelim <laughs> to oh, yeah. whoever they play. <laughs> I'm going to tip Richmond. Okay. Yeah, even though I hate Jack Revolt for missing that goal for me. Oh, you've never like, seen a worse, and we've gone down a betting path now, but uh, you've never seen a worse ever these are all birds, multi-loss. Do you, you remember the other week when, Re- when Revolt kicked that left foot against yeah, yeah, West yeah, Coast? Yeah, yeah. He needed that goal. I needed that for a goal right. for 2,300 bucks. <laughs> and he's got it 15 out right here. Is that against the Eagles? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm counting the money, man. And then he's lining up left foot. I'm like, what are you doing? And he snapped it. What are you doing? Space. Siren goes. Sorry, oh, Delby. He knew, mate. He knew. Tasmanian Jack Jumper. Oh, <laughs> Jack jumping off my bets. Oh, yeah. Um, I reckon Richmond. Then we got Saints and the Bulldogs. Don't this care. is going to be a hard game. Don't it's, care. Don't, don't yeah. care. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same. I don't care either. Well, I love but watching I think it's going to be a good game. Guys. I love watching both of them play because really? they're fast and exciting for me. I like when they're on a roll, really fast, good to watch. Look, Bulldogs overuse the handball. Yep. St Kilda, if they can't kick it from five metres out, mm. then they struggle to kick goals. But, uh, Soft spot for the Bulldogs. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'll just go Saints because I'll back Brad Hill. Uh, West Perth boy. Dogs. Okay, dogs. Today's the anniversary of the Bulldogs Premiership came up yeah. on my, my news <laughs> and, and And I was <laughs> Brian in- Taylor. Fuck! <laughs> Did you, have you seen that? Nah. <laughs> have you seen this? Nah. In the AFL Grand Final, when Tom Boyd kicks the goal, yeah. he says, fuck. Does he really? <laughs> he goes, it's gone through. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> and I think it's Dermot Brereton and someone else and they're losing it laughing. I'll find it after. Uh, it's hilarious. That was a great, yeah. That was awesome. Um, and then West Coast Collingwood at home. I was at this grand final. Uh, so hopefully we can repeat the dose without giving up a four-goal lead to start off. Yeah, I so. think West Coast. I, I'm, I'm sitting on the fence with West Coast. Mm. Either these injuries are going to mm. work in their favour like the Dogs yeah. of 2016 or they're just going to limp to the end of the season yeah. and they could even bow out. But I'm tipping them to win this week and if we, they can keep those blokes playing, they could they could give it a real shake. Yeah, we always tend to fall down at the end of the season. Mm. Like every season we get a few key injuries and it just kind of puts But have the dark. injuries been good? Yeah. And that sounds silly saying it, but have has it given Kennedy a couple of weeks? Yeah, to, correct. Yeah, he's I, had a couple of weeks. McGovern... 
fresh. I find McGovern always looks play, like he's dead he's and then he just revives. No, can someone like, tell McGovern Jesus? to get back off the mark? I hate it. He marks it and then he just looks. Yeah. It's a, my pet hate yeah. because the guy's right there. If you kick it, he'll smother he'll it. Smother but it. for some reason, it never happens. <laughs> Wait, I just found the audio. Yeah. If I can. Um, Hunter back inside 50 with a kick, gobbled up here by the Swans. Handball comes out to Callum Mills. He looks back inside with a sizzling little low drop punt. There's Buddy Franklin knocked away by Morris. Couldn't mark it. Naismith, Kennedy, handball out to Buddy. Buddy tackled by Morris. Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's kicked the goal from inside the centre. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> and to hear that rundown from Mo- Morris played six weeks with a broken back. Yeah, yeah. Love, honestly, that was insane. Yeah. That's wow. my favourite. I wonder how many. Co- I don't bet, so I don't really uh, yep. get too involved. But I wonder how many commentators actually. Have a or, yeah. Are you allowed to? I Is there a code of conduct? In saying that, I don't yeah. even think you're allowed to. But yeah. I wonder whether there's sort of betting going on. That that's the reason. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You I remember control that. Yourself. Oh. Probably doesn't happen now because of the rules. But back in the day, when yeah. nothing that like, there's no doubt you'd be right. Like I rode. I'm a Melbourne fan, and yeah. when I commentate Melbourne games, I feel like I I don't get too involved in the game. But yeah. you probably remember being a West Coast man. And the goal that Tom McDonald kicked, it was yeah, like round 22 yeah. to, to win the game. Yeah. I was oh, out yeah. of my seat. Yeah, I, I threw that. my pen and everything. <laughs> 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 it was the most excited I've ever been. Was that in 2018? That was a prior to eight. the- Yeah, uh, so that was the, prior the, to the finals. Yeah. And a week later, we pants and got four yeah. points yeah. or whatever. Oh, mate, that yeah. was an insane was change around. Sorry, I bring spent, that one yeah. up as well. <laughs> I, I actually somehow swindled. Tickets to that with uh, Dustin Burns. I think you yeah, know. Yeah, Burn, uh, I saw him the other um, day. Actually. Yeah, absolute legend. Um, best mate. He got got us front and square right in the middle of the Melbourne support crew. Oh. So we were just sitting yeah. there. And there was only about 20 of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, the rest was... My family uh, of four were there and I'd yeah. spent 300 bucks. Uh. <laughs> and there was no goal kicked in the first half. Oh, yeah, man. Jordan Lewis handballing across the face. Yeah. And cut off by the Kennedy or someone. And I was like, that's it. They're well, gone. They still haven't done. recovered. No, <laughs> they haven't. But. That's how I felt at the grand final. I'd spent five, oh, 700 bucks, I think. I had, I had money on the game. I had my flights, everything. And then the Eagles were down by five goals in the first quarter. Yeah. I was like, what the f- This is my yeah. first grand final. Yeah. I've wasted my freaking money. But it ended up being and probably the I'm greatest grand unreal. final. Awesome, of, so. yeah. Mate, uh, understand you've got time restraints, so yeah. thank you so yeah, much for awesome. coming on. Really thank cool. you. Really appreciate it. Now we can actually say to people, yeah, well, lucky came on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, That's yeah, awesome. uh, thank you so much. No uh, is there anything you want to plug before we finish? Yeah. Any gigs you got? Any sports uh, versus rock quizzes or? Oh no! Yeah, we got yeah. Lansdale Primary's got a. Oh, yeah. uh, rock I used sport to be quiz. the prime minister of Lansdale. <laughs> Did Primary. you really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. was my I was like, you know, What year was that? The very first year it opened, so nineteen ninety nine. I was prime, I'll be on there. You were the prime minister. The prime minister. Yeah, the first one. I went back for the the um, time capsule the other the other week. They invited me back, Miss Sampy, Luke's mum. So yeah. So your your there kids you are prime yeah, minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Benny was prime minister. Yeah, 
one of the years, and I think the other two were like house captains. Oh, and yeah, unreal. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Landstar Primary in a couple of weeks' time. Cool. So, yeah. No worries, Delby. You got anything you want to plug? Um, I've got, uh, yeah, Stables Friday night. We're doing brand new material. Um, there's only eight tickets left. So if you guys are keen, probably by the time this podcast airs, there'll be not many left. Teacher Comedy Night sold out next Tuesday at Comedy Lounge on October 6th. So I'll plug it, but you can't come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sold out. Um, uh, yeah, and what I've are got, you plugging, mate? I've yeah. got nothing to plug except for if you want a video made, you're gonna have to book me in advance because I'm very busy. Yeah, but, have a look um, at your board. You must be good. Yeah, I'm. I'm in a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. If you want, uh, I guess any sort of videography done. Steven Spielberg on the night <laughs> catching up with Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, we're catching up. Is that we're, right? We're He's pals. coming here to Perth. Did he, so he'd do 14 days quarantine yeah, and then just, just to see, to see you. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. And then Tom Cruise, 16th. Yeah, he's, he's really short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for coming on, yeah, Lockie. Absolutely. No Thank episode. you. And uh, yeah, go the Eagles. Cool.